1: confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing
0: clarity—it's Kevin McCullough Radio. If you were to uh, corner the commander in chief, maybe over a cone of—I uh, uh, don't know—chocolate, uh, chocolate chip mint, or something like that. You know, just just get him off to the side and, and ask him today, uh, "What do you think about COVID?" I, I would be—I'd be so interested in seeing what he had to say because this dude, I can't get a read on at all. Uh, Joining me now is Justin Hart, the author of Gone Viral, How COVID Drove the World Insane. Uh, He wrote this as he brought together a coalition of really good independent fact-based researchers to respond back to all of the COVID nonsense that we had to put up with over the last couple of years. And they are committed to uh, persevering into the days to come to keep information straight as we uh, go about it. Uh, Justin, thanks for being back here. Six months ago, a year ago, uh, the president's asked straight up, pandemic over, pandemic's over. It's all done. We're all done. He just extended the emergency again what 's his what 's his defense of this? Why is it happening, and what should we do about it?
1: look uh, all of this is pretty much bureaucratic nonsense, right uh, very much to keep sort of the coffers alive uh, for the pharmaceutical companies, for all the people who are employed across contact tracing down to the county level. They have to keep the executive order of emergency in. When that goes away, a lot of things go away. One of the reasons, for example, you didn't see any alternative uh, over-the-counter treatments that were proposed, and you saw plenty of people at the highest level pushing and knocking hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. For whatever their worth is, they wanted nothing alternative to the vaccines because in law, if there is no executive order, if there is an alternative vaccine, vaccines, they can't do any of this. So it's bureaucratic nonsense watching the bottom dollar of these financial pharmaceutical giants whose stock prices are plummeting because people get it and uh, they've cried wolf enough.
0: Nobody is getting these newest shots. With the collapse of uh, Mr. Hamlin on the football field for the Buffalo Bills, Uh, with the sudden cardiac event that took Lisa Marie Presley's life this week. Are people generally afraid of what some of these things are going to do to their health?
1: I think that could be a very, very good reason why people are not getting the shot as well. Uh, A recent Rasmussen poll of a thousand people noted that one out of four Americans felt or thought that they knew someone who had actually died from an adverse reaction to the vaccine The CDC actually has its own phone survey it does on a weekly basis. And one of the things it tries to do is try to understand the intent. And there is a growing number of people who say they will no longer get the vaccine. And the reason why is that, one, they only track one stat, which is, did you have a bad reaction? It's as high as 10%. One out of 10 people had a very bad reaction to the vaccine, especially some of these later booster shots. At least that's what the data shows. Now yeah. we have information coming from the CDC. They finally released their VAERS data, 770 what we call signals for adverse reactions, many of them minor, but many of them not so minor, such as pulmonary embolism, which is basically blood clots, acute myocardial infarction, which is heart attacks. The FDA came out with their analysis that for some reason they've been hiding behind the scenes. They showed for 65-year-olds and older a 50% increase in blood clots a 42 percent increase in heart attacks compared to what you might get with let's say an influenza vaccine when i talk to people who are in the know in the pharmaceutical companies uh, and and in this just biotech industry where i am in san diego they're not getting their kids vaxxed anymore they know the risks they see those numbers it's just a matter for our country to wise up uh, and somehow overcome the bureaucratic madness That is basically watching the bottom line of these pharma companies.
0: Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I just heard a statistic this morning locally here on New York uh, radio that said that uh, only 93 percent of kindergartners nationwide are up to date on their vaccines. Not just not just the kids covid vaccine, but all vaccines. And I think what this has done is it has caused people concern and suspicion and questions on on everything that they've been told. Which is, which is not really the end goal of what I, I want to see happen. I want to keep kids safe. But you have to admit, th- these COVID vaccines did not undergo the same rigorous uh, type of uh, long-term study and the fact that you have all of these myocardial uh, you know, connections to the uh, drugs. In fact, uh, as I said, Dr. Siegel was on the show a couple of weeks ago. He said, look, uh, COVID causes my- myocarditis, and it's likely that the vaccine causes myocarditis. Uh, and, it, and it may be the case that the vaccine causes it with a little bit less um, difficulty than the uh, COVID does itself. Um, it, all of this stuff needs to be made public so that people can understand what their options are before they do it. And if you've got a heart tendency, heart issues, you know, be aware that, you know, there's, there's a greater um, possibility there. Anyway, Justin, always appreciate your insight and your fact-driven approach to this. Gone Viral, How COVID Drove the World Insane is the name of the book. Justin, come back and see us again sometime. Thanks, Kevin. Will do. All right. Coming up next, uh, what exactly do men have to do with being pro-women in today's world? We'll get in uh, that discussion with Delano Squires from the Heritage Foundation next.